Hello, tourists. Welcome to tour number 68 of the Disney Conversations podcast. I'm your host, Magical Matthew Wallace, and on this tour, I have a very special guest joining us, and I will be introducing him in just a moment. I hope you enjoy this tour. It was a lot of fun, but let me be the first to say, welcome aboard. Tour number 68 of Disney Conversations has me a little bit excited. Mainly because I'm a bus driver by trade and when I can talk to somebody else that's in the industry, that just brings my excitement level up a little more. And when I realize that you're going to help me get to Disney World, that makes it even better. So joining us this week is Mr. Tony Glibkowski. Did I do that right? You nailed it. Okay. Uh, Vice President of the Sunshine Flyer. Tony, welcome to Disney Conversations. Thank you for joining us. Absolutely, Matthew. I really appreciate you having me on. So the easy place to start would be to start talking about the company, but I don't want to go there yet. If you started a company like this to serve Disney folks, I have to guess that you're probably also a Disney fan. Would I be right? Yep. You got it. How did that all start for you? Um, my wife's family. You know, I didn't grow up in the in the Disney world. It was uh, uh, I was more or less married into it. I've got nephews that are you know older than my children. So, you know, when I got married, I started going to Disney World with my wife's family and then their kids. Yeah. And then as I as I had kids of my own who are now four, seven, and nine. Uh, we started going to Disney. You know, now now we're full-fledged Disney Vacation Club members and can't look back now. Uh, no, not once you put, pay that price tag. You're kind of, you're, you're sold for life, aren't you? And that's okay because <laughs> I'm jealous. I haven't been able to make that step because my wife has not converted yet. <laughs> so <laughs> maybe someday. Then seeing the park through your kids' eyes, did that kind of change the way you see things a little bit? Yeah. You know, I think it's, uh, you know, almost the the notion of, you know, just becoming a parent. You know, everything kind of changes the way you deal with things. You know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't uh, imagine that I would sit down and watch a cartoon and enjoy it. But now I could tell you the best episode of Bluey to watch. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> so it you know it all it all kind of changes you you appreciate what they appreciate right all right well let's talk about the sunshine flyer obviously when magical express went away it left a big sucking hole in many disney travelers vacations how did the sunshine flyer come about and did that influence how you did things yeah well we can take a step further back so sunshine flyer is a uh, affiliated with with a larger organization called transportation management services tms tms has been around for 30 ish years 30 plus years and the core of what tms does as a business is they do large event transportation okay meaning um a convention that has forty thousand people and they're you're taking them all to various dinners on an evening mm-hmm. a golf course that 
uh, has a tournament that has a hundred thousand people and you know, their parking lot can only hold 400 cars. Right. Um, you know, we're, we're doing the world cup in Qatar coming up in November. We've been involved. We are involved with the London Olympics. So we, you know, we've had a lot of high profile, um, uh, jobs that we've done in the past and, and we've done a lot of Disney work. You know, we've done some run Disney marathons in the past. So we, we kind of know some folks at Disney world. And then when the magic express went away before it went away during a conversation, we kind of got a, you know what? Hey, maybe you guys should look into this. Um, you know, which, which we did. So our mind is, uh, or at least my mind, when I started looking at this more, was I kind of envisioned the Magic Express and whatever was going to replace it as a large event moving people that just happened every single day right. from the same you know airport to the resorts. Um, and then, you know, we kind of started taking it more serious, and then then the fun more of the fun stuff happened when we started to talk about the theming and and how we're going to do it what we're going to do um that that is more enjoyable than just the nuts and bolts of transportation so how did the theming get decided upon sitting in a conference room one early morning it was a, a colleague of mine we were we were sitting there talking about it and i made uh I made a almost a joke saying like, you know what? Why don't we just make these things look like huge, cool trains? We all kind of laughed about it. And then two minutes later, the response was, you know what? That's, that's not a bad idea. We could do that. And then we started joking about uniforms that the staff can wear, conductors, whistles and conductor hats. And then, you know, we, we kind of stuck on that. You know, the idea of Disney World and the fact that Disney World is, if nothing, an experience, you know, and then we stuck with the, the notion of how do we create that experience before the guests can even get to the resort? Okay. And, you know, I, for one, I know that when my kids were younger and they got off the plane, they got off that little people mover at the airport in Orlando, mm -hmm. they all just assumed that Disney world was outside <laughs> and I had like, no, sorry, I got to go get the rental car. I got to do this. We were jumping in a taxi and, and we wanted to see if we could somewhat bridge that gap of when the fun was going to start. So then we, you know, we started exploring the, the ideas of, of the bus wraps and how we could do the bus wraps. And, and I, I leaned on another, an observation of my children every single time we used to i'm sure most parents have something like this we'd wait in line for the monorail my kids would just stare down the end of the line and go oh man i hope it's going to be the blue one and my older son had bet no way it's definitely going to be red today and you know the anticipation of that is where we got the idea of you know what as long as we're wrapping all these buses to look like trains and in uh old-time trains and old-time passenger cars let's do them all different you know it's just a little bit of work to to you know create different designs but let, let's let's make them unique so now you can be picked up by the armadillo one day and then the python the next 
we've we've given each of our individual trains an animal themed name. Okay. So we're you know we're trying to create that that kind of anticipation of 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 what vehicle you're going to get. You know, it's it they are pretty massive in scale and and just frankly cool when you see them in person and you know everything we've done is to more or less you know make the kids happy as a dad we all know that's that's what we need if if they're happy i'm happy that's right that's right and it doesn't hurt that walt disney himself was quite the train buff that is that is something that we knew as well. And and I couldn't help when I saw what your theme was. I'm like, okay, somebody in that circle caught on to the fact that Walt Disney loved trains and they're riding that particular rail. And I love it. Yeah. I love the idea. I love the, the theming. Uh, I am scheduled to take one of your trains when we get down there uh, next month. And I'm looking forward and... And in some anticipation as to what I might see once I get there. Uh, well, we're we're looking forward to having you. Okay, so explain to people when they get to Orlando International Airport, how do they find your buses? We are down on side B um, and the ground level and the trans- ground transportation level. We are currently sitting opposite of where the magic express used to be so if you're getting out of the elevator you turn left for magic express if you're where it used to be and now you would turn right and walk all the way down to the end of the hall for us okay um we are getting closer with uh with the airport on on getting some uh permanent uh counter space uh you know that that process has been a long drawn out one, but we're, we're, we're reaching that end where hopefully we can have a, uh, uh, a, you know, large sign and, and everything that, that we can greet the guests at, uh, for, for, for everybody coming in the future. That would, that would be great because I know that some of the rumbling is I've heard is just how difficult it can be to find a podium. So. Yeah. Unfortunately that's, something we we've been dealing with since uh the very first day and you know there's certain rules of what you can and cannot do on airport property and we're you know we're navigating that as much as we can um like i said i think we're we're getting to that point where we're we're uh going to have a solid working relationship going forward but you know towards towards that end knowing our limitations if you will with signage we've we've really leaned on technology and we've figured out you know what we think are actually excellent ways to communicate with the guests you know when matthew when your plane lands and you turn on your phone as you're you're taxiing in you'll see a text from us that says hey welcome to orlando we can't wait to see you this is how you find us you know even though we sent you an email with it you know you're going to have it right in front of you so you're going to you're going to be able to do it that way and then on the return, when you're heading back to the airport on your final day, the day before you leave, you'll get an email and a text as well that says, you know, we're looking forward to seeing you tomorrow. We'll be outside at 12.15 p.m. outside of the Coronado Springs or wherever it is you may be, mm-hmm. may be staying. So, you know, what was 
a negative with, you know, lack of signage, we've, we've kind of leaned into it and, and learned what we think are some, some really excellent ways to communicate with the guests because of what we couldn't do. Well, and that makes sense. And I like the fact that you're, you're going to send that text, say like, well, I'm mid flight so that when I turn my phone on, it'll be there. And that's excellent because that's putting it right in people's hands, right in front of them. Uh They don't have to go searching for an email they may have lost. And, and I think that's really great use of the technology. So I applaud you for that one. And you can text that number back too. You can say, you know, I'm by Starbucks. Where, where am I? Yeah. (laughs) You know, anything along those lines, you know, we've, you know, doing it long enough, you get the same handful of questions, but if we have somebody that's just, you know, they don't, know what they're doing you know mco is i would say a relatively confusing airport to begin with yeah um we've even sent staff members out to find you you know if you're sitting somewhere you don't know what's happening we'll 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 get you and we'll we'll bring you where you need to be yeah i don't think i'll have that problem because i've been in orlando enough to have a basic lay of the land my issue is is um I'm flying in Southwest, so I got to pick my bags up on the A side and drag them across the airport. But that's okay. <laughs> and unfortunately for me, I can't use you coming back because my return flight's at six forty in the morning. Oh yeah, that's um, our. So what we do is we service flights that are out at that leave at seven in the morning and land by 10 p.m. Right. Um, that being said, 640, I'll reach out to you after this. We we may be able to squeeze that one in. You know, <laughs> there's the there's the 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 published times and then there's the hey, let's look at the day. If it's 640, if it's 650, we'll look at we'll look at how we can, you know, help the guests. You know, if right. if it works, we'll do it. If it doesn't work, you know, I'm sorry, that's just it's okay. I've, I've, How we got, had to I've got alternatives in my back pocket. It's not that big a deal. All right. I'm excited to be able to use your service at all because the other service that's offered is, are the people that ran Magical Express. But I've heard that they've had some snags in their running as well. So I'm not in a hurry to, to rush over there right now. I've read through your website. I've read a lot of the material. I love the fact that you're using new coaches. Yeah, they're they're brand new. They're 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 nice. Being a bus driver, I have to say, yay to Van Hool because that's an excellent coach. Yeah, they're you know even if you're not a bus driver, you know nothing about it. You'll walk on and you'll smell the new bus, and you'll look around and go, oh, all right. You know, this, this is nice. I can, I can handle this. Right. So where do you see things going in the future for the Sunshine Flyer? Do you, do you see some growth potential with it? Like meaning outside of Disney World? Yeah, maybe, or I don't know, just expanding services somehow. You know, Disney World itself is, is a big enough nut to crack. You know, there uh, enough enough people go there where, you know, I I, I feel like I've got an, enough fight in front of me to get as many of those Disney goers 
you know, to, to, to know who we are. Because uh, right now we're, we're still in the infancy phase where, you know, we're, a lot of the folks that, that, you know, may listen to this podcast or may absorb other forms of Disney media, they may be hearing about us because, you know, that's just part of, uh, of the, the landscape. But there's, you know, the family that comes once every five years that just doesn't live in the in the Disney media universe. So they, they might not know who we are. So there's, right. you know, there, there's obvious obvious benefits to, to reaching out and, and, and getting in good with the, the, you know, the people that travel to Disney World more than once every five years. But you know, we want we want to spread the word to as many people as we can. So it it takes time. You know, it 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 early on it was so many people just going to Disney World and then sitting outside of their resort going, Whoa, what on earth was that cool bus that just came in here? Mm-hmm. You know, we've talked to a handful of uh uh front front door staff and bellmen and you know they they're they've been answering questions. You know, people have been saying, what is that? And they'll, they'll say that's Sunshine Flyer. It's a new service that's in town. But, you know, we're, I feel like we're getting, we're getting the momentum where we're getting a little bit beyond word of mouth and people are, are, you know, know us as an alternative to, uh, to, you know, all the other forms of transportation out there. Yeah. And I remember the first thing I saw about you guys was probably three or four months before launch. Where you had yep. the, you had a really nice ad that showed a nice smooth ride out to the Disney property, and I was impressed with the ad just because it looked so nice, the way it was put together. The bus, the bus is going underneath the uh, Disney archway. Well, yeah, that doesn't hurt. <laughs> but the the first thing I noticed was just how gorgeous the bus was because, like you said, yeah wrapped as the train I, that was the first thing that caught my eye i'm like what the heck is that so i clicked on it mm-hmm. and i'm glad i did because i got to see the whole ad very nicely done and i will do everything i can to spread the word about you guys because i think there need to be alternatives for people to know about yours is definitely one yep. of the more affordable ones that i've researched so yeah, I'm at this point, you know, I like what I see about the sunshine flyer. Well, good. I hope next month after you ride it, you'll be even more enthused. And I will be talking about it when I get back. So I'm sure, I'm sure it'll be all good though. When somebody wants to book sunshine flyer, how do they go about doing that? Uh, on the website is the, easiest way or you could call our reservationists as well and we're in the final stages of uh implementing a whole new booking platform you know i think it's going to take some of the questions out of the way our our current booking platform works and it's going to give give all guests including travel agents which is a you know main focus of ours um access to a you know an online portal where you can just go and you can manage your own your own order you can take a look to see what's booked which is especially important for travel agents you know they can log in and they can see all of their their clients and their guests but um 
you know, the online, the online booking, you know, it, it's, it, it's doing its thing. It's working now and we're, we're real close to, to, to making it even better. That's great. So if, if somebody has a mobility issue, are you able to assist them as well? Yeah. All of our coaches are ADA compliant. Um, you know, we, we do have the question on, on the booking platform that asks if you're, if you're going to be bringing, um, you know, uh, if you have ADA needs, um, that's uh, simply just so we can, you know, prepare. So we don't have four guests that are going to the same resort at the same time. You know, we can kind of gauge how the day's operations go, but yeah, we, every vehicle is ADA compliant. So then is there onboard entertainment on your way to the parks? Yeah, we've got, um, a, a series of, uh, kind of in kind themed old timey cartoons, um, to go along with the 1920s train theme, along with some, uh, some trivia to, kind of interspersed in, in between in between the cartoons so your drivers uh they interact with the passengers then as well uh yeah you know our, our drivers our drivers do um additionally which I, I think is more of the interactive piece is what we call our our conductors on on site at the airport they're they're the ones that are in the uh you know the overalls and the the bibs yep. and handkerchief around the neck with the whistle um, you know, they're the ones that are going to hop in your photo. They'll be taking photos with you. Your kids can take a picture with them. Uh, a, a, a note, an antidote to kind of go along with that. I was, I was at the airport not too long ago and, and I, and I was sitting there with, with one of our conductors and in a kid, uh, you know, I would say four or five years old came running out of the airport and saw him. And he's like, dad, yeah, that's the that's the conductor. That's the guy from YouTube. <laughs> so he, 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 yeah, if you see if you see him on YouTube via uh, you know a a contributor video or maybe even one of our videos, you know these the the the, the staff down there is is gaining some level of uh, celebrity. Yeah, I mean that outfit would definitely catch their eye. Yeah, and. and... I'm suspecting that that was part of the whole idea. So sure, it a- absolutely is. You know, it just w- what we're when we started the well, one of the the main mantras was like, if we're gonna do this, we're gonna do it right. You know, we're we're not gonna we're not gonna try and and skimp at any spot. Like you know, like little things matter. I've got all the kids, and you know it. Uh, a large number of adults, they, they can get, you know, they all get little conductor hats when they show up. Mm-hmm. We've got these little hats that we designed for them. Uh, we've got, you know, new activity books that we hand to all the kids with, you know, a, a little four pack of crayons that's for the ride or for, you know, mom and dad can pull it out at dinner midweek. We, the, the activity book's got coloring. It's got, you know, train theme crossword puzzles and we're we're trying to to make it you know i keep going back to the point we're trying to make it the disney experience before you get the disney experience well i think that that is an admirable thing to do a lot of times like you said earlier 
this could be a once in a lifetime trip for a lot of families. Uh-huh. And you're solving one of the biggest needs for them, which is getting to their resort, but also entertaining them along the way, especially the kids. Because depending on how long their flight was, the kids could be a little antsy. They might have some energy to burn off. They might need something to hold their attention for a little bit. And it sounds like you're doing everything you can think of to meet all those needs. And I think that's a really great thing. Yeah. We're always, you know, trying to think ahead. What, what's next? What, what can we do to even add to the experience? I, this past summer when I was there with my family, uh, my son and I, we were, I think we were driving to the grocery store and we saw a sunshine flyer vehicle drive by the highway. And, you know, he looked over and shouted, Hey dad, there's, there's the red one. And he, he himself came up with an idea that I want to implement. He goes, Hey dad, why don't you guys create a cross or not a crossword puzzle, a, uh, a tic, a tic-tac-toe board filled with the buses. And then when kids are on their stay, if they see it, they can make an X. And I'm like, buddy, that is an awesome idea. That is a good idea. And then and then I told him, I go, then if a kid can, you know, any child can bring back a completed a completed crossword or tic tac toe board, you know, we'll 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 give them a, a little a little gift, a little congratulations. So either you know it's 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 not just us. It's it's you know we're listening to obviously I'm listening to my son, but we're listening to the riders and we're listening to, to our guests of, of fun little ideas and fun little things that we can do. I, I like those ideas. Uh, I'll take one of those tic-tac-toe boards when I get there, by the way, (laughs) (laughs) you'll get, I'll get you the prototype. So then is there onboard entertainment on your way to the parks? Yeah, we've got um, a, a series of uh, th- kind of in-kind themed old-timey cartoons um, to go along with the 1920s train theme, along with some uh, some trivia to kind of interspersed in, in between in between the cartoons. So your drivers uh, they interact with the passengers then as well. Uh, yeah, you know our, our drivers our drivers do. Um, Additionally, which I, I think is more of the interactive piece, is what we call our our conductors on on site at the airport. They're they're the ones that are in the uh, you know the overalls and the the bib yep. handkerchief around the neck with the whistle. Um, you know they're the ones that are going to hop in your photo. They'll be taking photos with you. Your kids <laughs> can take a picture with them. Uh, at, at, a note, an antidote to kind of go along with that. I was I was at the airport not too long ago, and and I, and I was sitting there with with one of our conductors and and a kid, uh, you know, I would say four or five years old, came running out of the airport and saw him. He's like, "Dad, Dad, that's the that's the conductor. That's the guy from YouTube." <laughs> so he, 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 yeah, if you see if you see him on YouTube via uh, you know a a contributor video or maybe even one of our videos, you know, these, the, the, the staff down there is, is gaining some level of uh celebrity. Yeah. I mean, that outfit would definitely catch their eye. Yeah. And, and I'm suspecting that that was part of the whole idea. 
Sure. It a- absolutely is. You know, it's just what we're when we started the one of the the main mantras was like, if we're going to do this, we're going to do it right. You know, we're we're not going to we're not going to try and, and skimp at any spot like, you know, like little things matter. I've got all the kids and, you know, it, a, a large number of adults. They, they can get, you know, they all get little conductor hats when they show up. Mm-hmm. We've got these little hats that we designed for them. Uh, we've got, you know, new activity books that we hand to all the kids with, you know, a, a little four pack of crayons that's for the ride or for, you know, mom and dad can pull it out at dinner midweek. We, the, the activity book's got coloring. It's got, you know, train theme crossword puzzles. And we're, we're trying to, to make it, you know, I keep going back to the point. We're trying to make it the Disney experience before you get the Disney experience. Well, I think that that is an admirable thing to do. A lot of times, like you said earlier, this could be a once in a lifetime trip for a lot of families. Mm -hmm. And you're solving one of the biggest needs for them, which is getting to their resort but also entertaining them along the way, especially the kids. Yeah. Because depending on how long their flight was, the kids could be a little antsy. They might have some energy to burn off. They might need something to hold their attention for a little bit. And it sounds like you're doing everything you can think of to meet all those needs. And I think that's a really great thing. Yeah. We're always, you know, trying to think ahead. What, what's next? What, what can we do to even add to the experience? I, th- this past summer when I was there with my family, uh, my son and I, we were, I think we were driving to the grocery store and we saw a sunshine flyer vehicle drive by the highway. And, you know, he looked over and shouted, Hey dad, there's, there's the red one. And he, he himself came up with an idea that I want to implement. He goes, Hey dad, why don't you guys create a, cross or not a crossword puzzle a uh a tic a tic-tac-toe board filled with the buses and then when kids are on their stay if they see it they can make an x and i'm like buddy that is an awesome idea that is a good idea and then and then i told him i go then if a kid can you know any child can bring back a completed a completed crossword or tic-tac-toe board you know, we'll, we'll, we'll give them a, a little, a little gift, a little congratulations. So, you know, it's, it's, it's not just us. It's, it's, you know, we're listening to, obviously I'm listening to my son, but we're listening to the riders and we're listening to, to our guests of, of fun little ideas and fun little things that we can do. I, I like those ideas. Uh, I'll take one of those tic-tac-toe boards when I get there, by the way. <laughs> You'll get, yeah, I'll get you the prototype. So Tony, let's go back to your interest on Disney. Since you said you're a DVC owner, do you have a favorite resort? Um, well, we, our family stays at Bay Lake Tower. Okay. Um, the only time I've ever stayed at the Grand Floridian was when I was doing a photo shoot for the Sunshine Flyer back <laughs> when we started in October. So, uh, I did enjoy that, but I really do like the, uh, the beach club and yacht club. 
you know, I, I like being able to walk to Epcot because that is, as as a dad, that's my favorite place to go. Yep. Um, uh, I like their pool. You know, I, I like the whole vibe over there. Yeah, I've I've visited it, and we're going to be hitting beaches and cream this trip. So, I I like any of the resorts over in the Epcot area because Epcot's my favorite park. Yep. So that's really nice and access to the Skyliners right there too. So if you want to do some resort hopping easy enough to accomplish. Yep. It sure is. So do you have a favorite place to eat on Disney property? Um, you know what I love? I love the dinner at at Ohana at the Polynesian. Mm Mm-hmm. I think that's the best. You can, you can be a vegetarian and go in there if you want to. You, but you might be sorely disappointed. <laughs> no, I enjoy that. I like it. I think it's even when you're waiting, they got a nice little setup. They got that bar right there. Yep. You can kind of enjoy the lobby of the hotel, you know. But th- that being said, I also am a sucker for the saltiest popcorn on earth when you're walking around Disney. I love that stuff. <laughs> it's good. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Well, Tony, I really appreciate you coming on. The information you've given has been fantastic. Is there anything you might want to share before we head out? No, I just want to invite everybody to come aboard. We're We're more than happy to to see you and your family, you know, each, each time you come into Orlando. Well, tourists, that's it for this tour. By all means, check out the sunshine flower. I'll make sure that all the relevant information is available on our show notes page. And I'll make sure to mention it in closing as well. Tony, thanks very much. I really appreciate it. Absolutely. Matthew. I appreciate you. Hello, tourists. Magical Matthew Wallace here. Thank you for listening to tour number 68. And I want to thank Tony Glibkowski from the Sunshine Flyer for joining us. I thought it was a really good episode. If you or someone you know is traveling to Walt Disney World and flying into Orlando International Airport, you might want to consider using the Sunshine Flyer as a way to get to your Disney Resort. You can make your reservation at their website, sunshineflyer.com, Or you can call their customer service line at area code 866-353-5937. Well, that's it for this tour. Thanks for joining us. I'll be off to Walt Disney World next week myself, but I guarantee there'll be another tour for you to listen to. Have a great week, everybody. And until next time... PTFN, ta-ta for now. (laughs)